Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. I'm here to thank the Lord for a marvelous thing He has done. Last Sunday, just after rehearsals, our lady pastor came and she asked us to pay an amount, just 10 CDs. It wasn't much, but when he was going, she asked some few people to add up 20 CDs. As I left the hall, I went out at the junction. I heard a voice, give 20, 50 CDs, just that, give 50 CDs. I asked myself, why? I hope he said 10 CDs. And the 20, she did not mention my name. So I brushed it off, I went home. Then the next day when I was going to work, I was in a car reading a book. Then I heard again, give 50 CDs. Then I gave a condition, I'm going to work, if I go, some people are owing me, if they pay, I'll give 50. So I went to work, nothing happened. I came home, Tuesday, nothing happened. Wednesday, those owing me, someone paid 50 CDs. Then I said, this is not much, so I'll give the 10. So when I was preparing for church, the midweek service, I took my bag, stubbornness, I took 10 CDs, and I heard a voice for the third time, give 50. I prayed over it, I went outside, I came back, and I decided to double it to 20 CDs. And for the last time, the fourth time, the voice said, give 50 CDs, without any condition. I was expecting my daughter, give 50 CDs and I will do this. That was what I was thinking. Anytime people give testimonies that they have had an encounter with the Lord. But I just said it in a natural, give 50 cities. That is all. So I took the 50 cities. I had 20, 50, 10. So I took the 50. I took my offering. I came to church. When I got there, I saw the one in church college. I just gave the 50 cities to the person. And I prayed. I was heavy. Seeing that I had been heavy, so I prayed. And I was relieved. So that Wednesday, I took everything Bishop did personal. Because I was receiving my blessing that day. And really, I received the blessings. So on Thursday, after work, my daughter gave me an envelope, which they usually do, that the grandmother gave her 20 pounds. And I said, wow, God has doubled the money. So I thank God. Then on Saturday, just after prayer clinic, the uncle visited. We were in the living room chatting. He came, we had a time, we spent a time. Then we prayed. After he was about to leave, he pulled out an envelope counted $500. Which he has never done. He's outside, but when he comes, he gives us in cities. But this time, he counted $500 added to what the children are taking to school. I said, wow. So we are all amazed, including the children. They were all amazed. And I said, this one, I'll not keep it to myself. I'll not share it with you. I always share testimony with them. So I said, glory be to God. I thank God so much for speaking to me. Because this has been my prayer. I also want God to speak to me. So I thank God that he has also spoken to me. Me, like this, God speaking to me. I'm grateful to him. And I also thank all the bishops in the church. God bless you. Oh, may the Lord speak to you. May you hear and may you respond. Why don't you rise to your feet? Let's welcome our pastor and our bishop, the bishop, Eddie. Baby! 
Hallelujah. Wow. How many realized that what she was sharing was real? You negotiate with God. Okay, you are double it. May you also receive a testimony. I believe that from today, every day will be a day of testimony for you. Oh, if you believe it, shout Amen. That shall be your story in Jesus' name. Amen. We're so excited to be in church one more time. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I'm sure these announcements have been made already, but just to emphasize that we're going to have our end of month Anakazo convention with Reverend Eastwood Anaba. Hallelujah. So please don't miss it. 25th to 28th of August. It's going to be powerful. So it's just not this Tuesday, the next one. Then we are flowing. Amen. And then on the 5th, is the 5th of, of September. It's our first Sunday of uh, September. Is the 5th that will be a celebration, um, what do you call it? International Sunday. Hallelujah. We have that every, every year. Amen. So people come dressed in different attires from different uh, nations. Amen. So take note and let's be a part of all that. It's going to be a blessing. Amen. Beautiful. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you so much for today. We ask for your help. Holy Spirit, please have your way. That your perfect will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. And I see a beautiful wedding couple right there. Oh, can you start give the church a wave? I'm sure you've done it already, but... Wow! So happy for you. Sister Grace was with us, and she left us. In fact, we cried, but uh, I thank God that she has connected in a certain way. So the connection is still there, isn't it? So how was last night? Brother Ishmael is a very cool, quiet guy, but I'm sure yesterday night he put all the coolness and the shyness away. Uh, what are people thinking about? Please put your hands together for them. God bless you. you. May be seated. I trust that you have your book. Many are called. If you have it, can you give it away? Can you give us a wave with your book? <laughs> All right, all right. Hey, still, people don't have it anyway. I believe that um, it's all good. Amen. I'm sure today will be the last time we're preaching from this book uh, on a Sunday. Amen. Last Wednesday, we preached on how God monitors our works. Now, I want to encourage you to get that message. I believe it's a, it's a message for the church. And... Um, I listened to it again myself. I was so blessed. And I want to encourage you uh, to get it. I'm sure today's word, uh, have copies of those uh, messages for us. You can get it after the service. Tell them, midweek service message, I need a copy. And then also the midweek service for all of us. Let's, let's try and be here. Amen. Every Wednesday, come. Powerful teaching of God's word. Amen. Today, I want to move to... The last chapter of the book, chapter 19, um, 
John 3.16, the unchanging purpose of Christianity. The unchanging purpose of Christianity. Wow. John 3.16 is a scripture we all know, isn't it? Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The choir has a song like that, isn't it? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that Jesus came to the earth. And that purpose, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce you that it has not changed. <laughs> it, 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 it hasn't changed. It won't change. It shan't change. <laughs> it can't change. And what else? It mustn't change. Yeah, and it's the reason why we are gathered here today. Because of John 3.16, we are here today. And the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This scripture tells us God's plan for the world. It said that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. The world is on a journey and the journey is leading to a place of perishing. And so God had to send Jesus to step in to stop that move. And as many as will believe in him will enter into the plan of God. Very good plan to save us and to send us to a very good place. It's a plan that hasn't changed. And we must be sending this message all over the world. Because people need to hear this message. Hallelujah. Sometimes with all the things that are going on in the world, we can easily lose this focus and begin to concentrate on other things. I mean, when you hear of wars, when you hear of farming here, there's that, there's so many things, uh, gay, whatever, uh, all these things. 
you will end up probably fighting a certain fight. We can use our time to fight abortion, to fight corruption, to fight gay, whatever. All these things are there. Or we can help feed the poor, all these things. These are all good things, whatever, however you want to look at it. But we must not lose the focus. And sometimes the church loses the focus. And this is the reason why we have been called. Because of John 3.16. It's, it's a scripture that must be preached in the church all the time. Very important. Bishop says here that, to me the greatest verse in the Bible, this is the greatest verse in the Bible, it sums up the purpose for Jesus' coming. He said, I see this scripture as an anchor which will help me stay near the heart of God's purpose for his church. He said, I want this scripture to remain deeply embedded in my heart. I want to understand it with all its ramifications. Yeah. So that's what we are preaching about it today. It is the reason why God will support the church. If God has any money to support the church, he will support the church that is fulfilling his purpose. When we fulfill his purpose, he will support us. He will bless us. He will, he will bless us financially. And I believe that as a church, Lighthouse Chapel, it's, it's one of the things that has been a blessing to us. As we have also tried to focus on the purpose. The blessing will not come for If you had a house help, and every time you send your house help, go and buy bread for me. Then she goes to buy or something. Would you continue giving the money to her to go and You would not. And it's the same thing with us as a church. God will not. One guy, he said he was going, his father told him to go to university abroad. Then he decided to go to Bible school. He said he wants to go to Bible school. His father said, go to the university. That's where I'm sent. He said, it's the Bible school he wants to go. This is where I feel God is leading me. It's the Bible school. The father said, okay, you're on your own. And he realized that no influence. So he came back to the father and said, you know, daddy. He said, that's a mistake, I'm sorry. So the father said, okay, so if you, if you finish the university, the Bible school, you will go. It's not a problem. If we can seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, all the other things will be added unto us. We must do what we have to do so that we can also receive the support of God. The first thing I want us to understand quickly, we have just about five minutes, is that John 3.16 offers the greatest invitation of all time. Wow! It's the greatest invitation. Many of us, when we are having parties, we have some people that we invite. Yes, a few people, your friends. Isn't that the case? Yeah, because one of the reasons is that the food is not enough. <laughs> we, we cannot feed everybody. A lot of people come. What are they coming to eat? So people even high bounces to, to, to bounce people, gate crashes. There are some people called gate crashes. So these bouncers are macho people who stand at the gate to ensure that some people don't come in and come and shut the food. 
And secondly, people, they give invitation card. So you have to show your card. It's a simple thing. I told you about the wedding that they gave some invitation cards. So people, we have to be at that wedding. He is our brother. We have to be at that wedding. So you see that people invite a few. But God, when he was inviting, oh, hallelujah. Thank God that you also were invited. Can you imagine if you were not invited? Where will you be by now? But I thank God that I was also invited. I was also included. Because there are some people by virtue of the things you have done before and where you are, we don't qualify. But he invited, he included us. It is the greatest invitation. And anybody can be a part of it. He said in Isaiah 55 verse 1, he said, Oh, everyone that tested, come ye to the waters. Oh, everyone. Oh, everyone. Everyone includes you. If you are here today, this invitation includes you too. You have been invited to a very wonderful place that God wants you to be a part of. He said, Oh, tell somebody, Oh. Oh, say, oh, it's an invitation that you, oh, oh, you are invited, oh, why are you not coming, oh, you know how sometimes you are going for this, and you are not too sure whether you can come, have you been to a place like that before, say, hey, am I supposed to be at such a place, so, oh, come cry, everyone is invited. Oh, today I'm calling anybody here. You are invited to partake of the feast of God. Look at somebody and say, Who? He said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. All the world. It means that everybody in the world is included. If you don't make it to heaven, then it's you. You don't want to go. But God has made provision for everybody. Number two, John 3.16 offers love from the greatest person ever to show love. Wow! He is called a champion lover. I'm sure, ladies, you would love to have a certain type of man to love you. Sisters, am I saying something? What are some of the things you are looking for in this man? He must be what? A millionaire? He must be rich? He must be caring? And then he must be what? Loving. He must be kind. Brothers, are you listening to what they are saying? A lot of you think that the sisters are looking for something. Listen to what they are saying. He must be kind. Caring. Honest. Respectful. Hey. But you have entered into relationships. And you have found out that no. The love is not, is not able to love properly. You see, and God's kind of love is able to love so many people. Wow. 
Many people have responded to the love of evil men. Only experience pain instead of the joy that they should have. But we are talking about the champion lover himself. Maybe you wish that you have a president to love you. But Jesus is greater than a president. This is almighty God. He is the one who is offering you love. He is the greatest of all. How great is our God? How great is his name? That's the God we are talking about. He is the one calling you. He wants to love you. And you are bluffing. You see some people when you are inviting them to God. It's like oh. I'm busy next week and all that. But this person who is loving you. I'm talking about a champion lover. Ladies what are you saying? You want a caring man. This is a caring man. You want a loving man. This is a loving man. You want one who can give to you. This one who will be generous to you. You want one who will be faithful to you. This is the one who will be faithful to you. He's God Almighty. He's calling you, my brother. He's calling you, my sister. I don't know anybody else who can show you this love that is God. The great God himself has decided to love you. Then you are saying that tomorrow. It's an onapos. Onapo. You will not get that this God will say, I love you. That's why people will make songs like, Who am I? That the God of all the earth will care to know my name. Will care to feel my love. Oh, who am I? Who am I? That the bright and morning star would choose to light the way. For my ever wandering heart, not because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am flower queen. Today and from tomorrow, a wave tossed in the ocean, a paper in the wind, still you hear me when I'm falling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling, and you told me who I am. Number three, John 3.16 offers the greatest kind of love. Yeah, the greatest kind of love. Somebody sang a song, said the greatest love of all. Have you heard that song before? But they were thinking about something else. But this one is the greatest love of all. There are different kinds of love. Now the Bible says that greater love has no man than this. That a man will lay down his life. What other thing can be greater than this? Your husband may love you. Your wife may love you. But none 
would die for you. Your boyfriend may love you. Your girlfriend may love you. But none would die for you. By the love of Jesus. By the love of Jesus. The sweet, sweet love of Jesus. The love, love of Jesus surpasses all. The love of Jesus surpasses all. Those of you who have been in different relationships before, you can see that there's greater love and there's lesser love. You remember that brother who showed you a certain type of love? He was very nice. He was very caring. He will call you every time. Hello, baby. I miss you, baby. I was talking to a lady. She told me, she said, this guy calls me every time. Whatever he is doing, he tells me about it. Hey. I miss you, baby. Then you are, you are gone. But he met another guy. He, he never calls at all. He said, I can call him a hundred times. He will not return the call. Yeah. And if I don't call him a thousand years, the evening flash, I won't get it. It's a type of love. <laughs> I am talking about a greater love. I said, I'm talking about a greater love. Oh. I tell you. There's a song we used to sing. How marvelous. How wonderful. And my soul shall never be. So high, you can get over it. So low, you can get under it. It's so wide, you can get out of it. Oh, wonderful love! We need to tell the world about this love. It's the greatest love. It's the best love. People are having broken hearts. They need somebody who will not break their hearts. He is rather a mender of broken hearts. If you have a broken heart, I know somebody. He's a lover. When he comes, he will come and mend your broken heart. And he will love you too. Oh, put your hands together for this champion lover. Number four, John 3.16 offers love to the largest number of people ever possible. Yeah. I'm sure if it were just me, I would just love one or two people, three, four, five. But this one, 
He loves everybody. Yeah, there are some people, me, my wife, and my two children, that's it. Me, my husband, and our two children, that's it. But you, you see, our love is limited. But we have someone who can love the greatest number of people. That's God Almighty. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your background. Many of us, you will want to have somebody from your hometown. If the person is Nyebro, then you can love the person. And the person is not Nyebro. How come all the people around you are, are from your tribe? Your carpenter is, 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 is from your, your tribe. Your, your dentist, Mr. Sogbojo, is from your tribe. <laughs> Dr. Sogbojo. Your house help is from your tribe. Ajovi. <laughs> or the person must be an Ashanti. No. But our God, He doesn't discriminate. You may be tall, you may be short, you may be a fanti, you may be a, 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 an Akan, you may be an Ever, you may be a white man, you may be a black man, whoever you are, God loves you. He's calling you. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, may we have the Father's heart. May we not go to people of our kind, but may we go to others. Others. Somebody say others. I had a, 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 a singles mingle recently. You could see that even at the singles mingle, people were selective. I mean, I like this type. One brother, we want to put him somewhere before I realize he has moved to another place. <laughs> Number five, let's close. John 3.16 offers the greatest gift ever offered to mankind. Yeah. Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus is the greatest gift that you can ever have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With this gift, every other thing is included. Oh yeah. The Bible says that if he did not withhold his son from us, why would he not with him freely give us all things? Oh, I see somebody receiving some free things that the Lord is giving to you. When you have this gift, you have every other thing. You must embrace this gift. I know you will want a gift of a necklace, a gift of earrings, a gift of some new shoes, and some of you need some new shoes. Because your shoe has become sangpana. Do you know sangpana? It's a type of shoe. When you walk, they can't tell your height. You go up and down. It is called sangpana. You will, you will, how many will do, can do with a new shoe? I mean, if you got a gift of a new shoe. Receive a new shoe, Jesus' name. But I'm talking about a gift that is greater than the shoe. A gift that is greater than a car. 
Somebody met me yesterday and said, I want you to dedicate my new car. I said, wow. It's a powerful gift. But I'm talking about greater gifts. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose this gift? May you hold on to this gift. Oh yeah. Ishmael, I'm sure you are thinking that this is the best gift you have ever had in life. Isn't it? Wow. This is powerful, powerful, powerful. But I tell you, there's a greater gift. His name is Jesus. If there's a gift you want to give to somebody, give the person Jesus. It is the best gift you can give to anybody. One day they will thank you. Say, wow, what a gift you give to me. One day the Bible says that Jesus went to uh, Samaria. He had to pass through and met with this Samaritan woman at the well. And he was telling the woman, you know, give me some water to drink. The woman was just telling him all sorts of things. He said, look, who are you? We Samaritans, we have nothing to do with the Jews. Chale, I don't need you here. Be in your corner. Me to be in my corner. You know, and she kept saying all these things. But at the point, Jesus said to her, woman, if you knew, <laughs> if you knew the gift of God that was speaking to you, you will quickly run and get me buckets of water. If you knew the gift we are bringing to you today, you will open and run to Jesus and say, I want this gift. This gift is what you need. This gift is what will make the difference in your life. I am speaking to somebody here. You need this gift of Jesus Christ. May you receive this gift into your life. May you receive this gift into your life. It's the best gift you can ever have. Oh, at the back, I see somebody receiving this gift of Jesus. What a gift. What a gift. I remember when I was in school, first year, my lecture had not come. We were all sitting there wondering what was going to happen. And then this gentleman stands in the classroom and he says, I want to share my quiet time. Then he shares his quiet time. Then after he says that, I want to introduce you to Jesus. Anybody who wants to give his life to Jesus, raise your hand. And I remember I lifted my hand. There was another guy who also lifted it. It was a big class, just the two of us who lifted up our hands. Recently I met him. He's an elder in Church of Pentecost. It's the greatest gift that gentleman gave to me. Every time I mention his name, recently I met him. He said, I, I keep hearing people say you are mentioning my name all over. I said, because you gave me the greatest gift. My life has never been the same since I received that gift. May you also give a gift to somebody. Number six. John 3.16 teaches, teaches about the most important action a human being can ever take, which is having faith in Jesus Christ. A simple action that is great. And I like the way God has made it simple. That's why, you see, all other religions and other things are asking you to do this, do that, do that. But it's a very simple thing. Everybody can have faith. In fact, the fact that you are sitting on the chair today means you have faith. Because you believe the chair will not collapse. And many of you didn't even check whether the chair is strong. You just sat. Pam. It's a sign of faith. 
So ask for faith is the simplest action anybody can take. So God didn't ask for candles. He didn't ask for you to go and row at the beach. He didn't ask for you to do anything. He just said, believe. That is why anybody who is not saved, you will never have any excuse when you get to heaven. Because it is the simplest act that anybody, action anybody can take to be saved. It's not saying jump. It's not saying uh, swim. Then you say, I don't know how to swim. He's not asking for, God is so smart. eh? He asked for something that is easy for even a five-year-old, two-year, everybody can just do it. Because when a child also just sleeps in the mother's arms, it's a sign of faith. So, it is something that anybody at all can do. That's why nobody will have an excuse in heaven one day. Can somebody believe? Hmm, number seven, I'm closing. John 3.16 offers the greatest escape from prison known to man. I have never seen any movie like this one before. I have seen movies that people escape from prison. Have you seen any of such movies? Escape prison break. Escape from Sobibor. I remember that one many years ago. And then which one again? What? Our what? Alcatraz. Escape from Alcatraz. And then which one again? 24. Is it an escape something? Escapes. Shall These are all movies that are trying to do something, but it's still not like this escape that we have escaped. Hey! You have no idea where we have escaped from. You were going to hell. It is a very terrible place. You will not want to go there. One day Jesus was speaking to some people and he said to them, listen, if your eye is worrying you, pull it out. That, that place, it is better for you to take this eye off and go to heaven than to go to that place with your two eyes that you don't want to remove. Hey, what a place is this? That if I go there with my two eyes, it will be better that I remove that eye that is worrying me from going. Listen, we need God has provided the greatest escape. Hell is a place you don't want to be. Listen to what Jesus said. I'm closing, but I just felt that I should tell you this one. Jesus said, If your hand offend you, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life main than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where the worm dieth not. And the fire is not quenched. Hey! 24-7, it's a prison. Me, I haven't seen any prison like this. The prison that there is no water. No water. One day, Bishop said he went to a prison. So he said, when he looked at the people, they were moving around fetching water. He said, this one is a uh, 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 five-star hotel. Hilton compared to hell. 
Hell is not a place you should go to, my brother. A place where there is no water. Where when people need water, they ask for a drop. Why would you want to go to such a place? When a way of escape has been provided, you are sitting down waiting, you want to enter this place. No, you don't have to go there. I said, you don't have to go there. Today, I'm campaigning for you to come out of that place. Hell is not a place for you. Even rich men have become evangelists when they go to hell. It tells you that there's something at that place that is not a good thing. The Bible says that how shall we escape? If we neglect so great a way of escape, it's an escape. It's an escape. It's an escape. Please, escape hell today. Don't stay in the world and go to hell. Escape it. Finally, John 3.16 offers the destination of heaven and everlasting life. Oh, as the choir was singing, when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. Listen to what Abraham said. Hebrews 11, verse 8, as we close. Ha! Ah, he said, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should rather receive for the inheritance, obeyed and went out, not knowing whither he went. Verse 9. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Verse 11, 10 says that, For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Hallelujah. Wow. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to the city. I'm looking forward to heaven. Heaven will be all right. As long as Jesus is going to be there. I don't care whether Paul is there or uh, who else is there. Moses is there. Or, but once Jesus is going to be there, heaven is going to be alright. I said heaven is going to be alright. There are many people when they hear about America, they are excited. It's like I'm going to America. Hey, I had a friend. All, the only place he wanted to go to was America. And he went there to die there. When he went there, the only thing that happened to him was death. He was always saying, Charlie, America, here we come, America. And eventually he won the lottery. He said, yeah, we are going, America, here we come. The next time I heard, he was there. But I'm talking about a place where we are going to live forever. I'm talking about a place of celebration. A place where there will be no more tears, no more sorrows. Some of you have been crying for too long. But I know a place when you go there, you shall cry no more. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. That is where the end of the story will be. Ah, sometimes you watch a movie. You forward to the end of the movie and you see that the Bloma is alive. The, the, the other people are all alive. Then you come and watch the movie. So no matter what happens, you know that the end will be good. I came to announce to you that those who are making it to heaven, the end shall be good. The end will be beautiful. The end will be lovely. The end will be great. I want to make it to heaven. I don't know about you. But I pray that you will make it to heaven. I pray that you will take hold of heaven. May you make it to heaven. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of honor. Stand to your feet, everybody. Hallelujah. Wow.
Heaven is a great place. I'm looking forward to it. There's a book I recommend that you read it. Divine Revelation of Heaven. Tells you so many wonderful things about heaven. Read it. You'll be blessed. But this morning, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe you are here, somebody invited you to church, but you're not born again. Heaven is only for those who are born again. Those whose names are in the book of life. The Bible says that one day, he will look through that book, and if your name is not there, you will not be in heaven. You'll be cast into the lake of fire. But today, you can make that choice. You can make that decision to give your life to Jesus. With every head bowed, with all eyes closed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Today, with every head bowed, you want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. Lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Jesus has done all. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. Jesus has done all. All you need to do is to believe. Just that. It's the simplest action anybody can take. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. God bless you. Oh, let it go up above your head. I see your hands. I see your hands. Oh, yes. I see many people escaping. This is the greatest escape. Greatest escape. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move from your seat and come to me in front here. Come, my brother. Come quickly, my brother. Come. What an escape. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them. What an escape. What an escape. Oh, keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming to Jesus. Keep coming. Oh, clap for them as they come. Greatest escape. Greatest escape ever. Keep clapping. Many are coming. Come to Jesus. Oh, keep coming. We are waiting for you. Come all the way, my brother. Clap for them as they come. Love for them as they come. Oh, what an escape. Put your hands together for them as they come. So many people. Come. Come and join us. You're welcome to this beautiful family. Come all the way. Clap for them. So many people are coming. God bless you. God bless you. What an escape. Hallelujah. Those of you here, you've made an important decision. That's the best decision ever. You are receiving the best gift ever. Lift up your two hands today. Let's pray. I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will save you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010. 444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.